everyone. It is Monday, January 6, 2014. Change your checks. My name is Andrew. I'm Mark. And you are listening to the only internet debate podcast on the internet. It is best of oh, the best. Brand new year. Same old best of the best. I guess that's something, right, Mark? Our promise to you. That we are ever <laughs> unchanging. I am like constant as the North Star. Uh, <laughs> I give good money for him to shut up. <laughs> so, um, 2014, Mark. It is a new year. Do you have any? You have any big New Year's resolution plans? Nope. <laughs> Zero. Make it. Just make it. Just fucking do it. God. God. Damn I have it. a. I have a list of things that I feel I need to accomplish this year, so we'll see. Make a list. That's one. So check, check mark. Get paper. Pen. Find pen. Find pen. Find pen. Big pen. All your favorites. And then that's like kind of scratched out, and then it says find working pen. <laughs> it's kind of dug into, yeah, into the, paper. the paper. Um. Well, that's good. That's exciting. Yeah, make some goals. Got us. Make goal. It, make it, goal is a good. Make is goal. a good resolution. Make. And then 2015, the sky's the limit. Yeah. Once then. you make the goal, now you know. Now you know where you're going. It's like uh, you know, you buy a map or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Smart. Smart. You, Andrew. Uh, I resolve to produce one podcast per week. Wow. For this entire year. The whole year? One full year. Have you ever done anything like that before? Um No. 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 At least not 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 like good ones. Oh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Between you and me, I think it was the partner that kind of dragged it down. Do you? <laughs> oh, partner. Oh, hey Mark. Partner you say, <laughs> not your sidekick. We gotta let that guy go. All right, Mark. It is best of the best. It's episode ninety-five mm-hmm. here on Best of the Best. How was your Christmas? I know, I know, we recorded. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, you know, yeah. I think you know I, we probably might have knocked two out at the same time. Maybe. Uh, holidays were great. Now it's time to just bear down on this winter and get through it. Yeah. It's supposed to be cold out there, Mark. Put on your booties. Put on your booties. Because it is cold out there. How cold is it? It's so cold. That they don't have any more hot air in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> That's how cold it is, Mark. Brown. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, supposedly a huge winter storm is supposed to be slamming the East Coast go- going into Sunday. It's really giving it to the East Sunday Coast. Sunday through Monday and Tuesday. I'm reading that it's supposed to be like, we're talking wind chills in the negatives, 20s and 30s. Yeah. So, um, doesn't affect me. I guess I. Or you. I should maybe wear a hoodie then. Yeah, you should. It's about. 71 degrees yeah, right now know, in LA. You know, it's it like when it when the sun goes down, it gets a little nippy. A I little mean, bit, yeah. Yeah, you probably want to put on like a long sleeve. Or I something. usually have to close the windows when I go to sleep, but yeah. uh, I don't have to I don't turn the air on or no, turn no. the heat on. Um, nothing is more obnoxious than people who do that on Facebook. I will point this out. Where or on their podcast? Um, well, on the podcast, it's different. Um, 
because you're doing it. I'm doing it. Yeah, and, and it's you know, okay. That's, I'm 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 an adorable scamp. Yeah. Mark. <laughs> but uh, when other people do it, highly aggravating Just monsters. Uh, well, we're doing it facetiously, but people who are like, oh, I don't feel anything. I'm in Florida. Oh, look at I took a shot of this thermometer. I don't know, sixty-seven degrees. Well, you know, How, how's your How's your global warming working out for you? <laughs> Am I right, everybody? Well, global warming. This fucking guy knows. And um, it's just it's it's aggravating, and it doesn't it doesn't prove a point because a you still live in Florida, yeah. Which, in some cases, fate worse than death. Probably a to criminal. To be quite honest, if he's <laughs> alive and in Florida, probably a criminal. Um, Florida's awful. Yeah, and I don't like doing it here in Southern California either because it's like. I mean, it's nice. It's nice year round, sure, but we gotta put up with a bunch of shit. To be quite honest, we had an earthquake yesterday. We did. We did. When? One in Marina del Rey, a three point one. What time? Uh, it was probably around noon yesterday. Yesterday being Friday. Um, I uh, I post on my Facebook, and I will explain to you that uh, I had a tough time distinguishing between the family that lives upstairs from my apartment. Oh. And whether or not it was an earthquake. I, 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 can, I concluded that a real earthquake would have less screaming than the family upstairs. Yeah, so. yeah. So, but it was an actual, yeah. I saw that post, and I just thought that the family was yelling upstairs. No, it was, a le- it was a legit earthquake in Marina yeah. Del Rey, and uh, I felt it. It was like, it's one of the, it's, if you've never been in an earthquake, and I haven't been in a serious one, because I've only moved out here like six or seven years ago. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's one of those, it's, it's weird, uh, because you can hear the building shift. Like, mm-hmm. that's the noise that you draws your attention the most. And I haven't really been in any serious... Oh, and the other thing is, is you can hear, at least in my old apartment, you could hear the window kind of moving inside the frame. Like, you could hear the pane of glass kind of shaking a little yeah. bit. Um, because a lot of times you're just like, oh, it's a truck or something going by. But, like, the earthquake has a very distinct feeling. Yeah. Um, and uh, I... I don't know. I've never lived like Northridge was ninety four, right? Ninety two. I 92, think. Ninety two. Yeah, um, and uh, a lot of people, a lot of people that live in the area have very, very distinct memories of Northridge. I talked to one guy who said that he like, as it was happening, he woke up and he could see his girlfriend, and he could see that she was screaming, mm-hmm. but he couldn't hear her screaming. That like, it's so loud. Everything was just was just violently shaking. Like every everything was just crunching and groaning and and you know bookcases and all sorts of stuff just falling down it sounds terrifying to be quite honest but george clooney's pig saved him <laughs> what george during the time of the quake george clooney was had a pet pig that he was living with sure um and the pig woke him up and jumped off the bed and george clooney like ran after the pig and then the quake happened, and the roof collapsed on that part of his in his bedroom, mm-hmm. crushing effective where he would have been. Yeah. So his, his pig saved him. Mm-hmm. That's the story I always remember about the Northridge quake. Were you in? The, you were in the area during Northridge, right? Do you remember any? Of I, mean, I was in Southern California. I remember news stories about. But you don't remember? You were out. You were out I was in the flats, like a hundred miles away. Yeah. I think I felt something, but not to the point of. Not, yeah, sounds terrifying. We're we're due for one. As the news I always keep hearing, we're due for one. 
for yeah, <clears throat> been due for a big one for a while. But it's it's California, so yeah, we're always due for something. Or something's coming. It's either gonna be a riot or an earthquake. Just yeah. take your pick. Mark, speaking of news and speaking of the Toledo Blade, speaking of the blah, that's that's the big thing. That's what really gets people yeah. upset. The Toledo blah. Oh. <laughs> Am I right? The newspaper sucks. We're going to throw it to the news desk right now. Mm-hmm. Important stuff coming up, all right? We have a lot of important news. We're throwing it to the news desk. Let's see what's in the news today, Mark. Okay. Let's go ahead and see what's in the news. Your headline, Mark. Mm-hmm. New Year's resolution about change. Ooh. With baby New Year 2007 already growing older by the second... New Year's resolutions are on the mind of those who want to break a bad habit or change something about themselves. Influenced by the Roman god Janus, resolutions are about looking forward to the future, depicted as two bearded faces facing in opposite directions. Isn't it Janus? Janus. Janet. (laughs) Janine? Janice. Symbolizes transition. All right. Vigo symbolizes transition. He could see into the past and the future simultaneously and is representative of growing up and change. The month January is derived from the word Janus. Okay. However, a Roman god can't help people from what seems like an inevitable breaking of their New Year's resolution. It's tough. Jennifer Kidder, director of Archbold Parks and Recreation, said, Two weeks later, people have forgotten about it. Aww. Kidder's resolution involves trying to make more quality time for her family. She said that her hectic schedule makes it difficult to be with them. Every single day, there's something new, she said. Garrett Miller, Pettisville, also knows about New Year's resolutions. A junior at Eastern Michigan University, his first semester at EMU wasn't terribly kind to him. And as uh, as he put on a sizable amount of weight, 50 pounds. The freshman 50? He's a junior, it looks like. (laughs) Oh well. Oh, okay. However, he said he resolved to force himself to the to to force himself to the gym and play basketball. And by the end of that second semester, he had lost twenty five pounds. You lose twenty five pounds, Mark. You see what happens. Uh, it would be difficult for me. <laughs> this year, Miller said he'd like to focus more on school, making his resolution to make the dean's list often. He's already paved the road, taking a job at the university that would allow him to study and do homework while on the clock. Quote, that should prove pretty helpful, he said. He wants to study at his job? I guess so. I guess he wants to get fired. Yeah. That's what he's saying. (laughs) (laughs) That ought to help. My resolution is just to get the fucking axe. So, you know, Mark... That's what the news desk That's brings what the to news you. Desk. Andrew, um That's the news. Yes. That's the news to I, you. I have to ask you. Yeah. You you don't remember writing that, correct? I do not remember writing this. So I'm I'm just wondering because you got a student, you got a member of the parks department. Yeah. And you got somebody else, right? Um uh looks like it. I got a junior from the Pettisville High School. Yeah. How did you find these I don't know. Like did you just pick up <laughs> I don't know. Did you pick up the Glengarry leads and you're like, I need to ask this person about New Year's? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's Andrew. Uh always be quoting ABQ. I, I gotta ask you about your New Year's res- resolutions. <laughs> I have my press hat. Uh, a word of your time, sir. Yeah. What's the hot scoop? We need to know all about the resolutions. What's all this jazz? What's all this zazz? Oh, you're giving me a hot uh, minute here, Buster. 
I'd like to lose some weight, I guess. Oh, what a what a lead. What a scoop. You run away to a phone booth. <laughs> Hold everything, Chief. We have a breaking story. All right. <laughs> some guy just, like, throws a wrench into the printer. <laughs> Stop everything. We lose, uh, we lose I, a lot of good wrenches that way. We've had to rebuild the printer, printing press like 60 times in the last year. Andrew keeps running to a payphone. <laughs> I don't even know. Why don't we just, let's just, let's just not. Maybe we should wait until after he's done telling us what his <laughs> news is before we just start breaking things. They, um, they forced them. This paper originally was, uh was printed on like old time presses and, and the press finally like forced them to convert to computer pagination mm-hmm. because they didn't, they weren't going to constantly fix the old equipment. Everyone else had converted to computer pagination yeah. except for this paper. And it, they had just converted to computer pagination like a month before I got there. Mm. And that was in Oh six. Yeah. So do the math, Mark, do it. It would, I presumably it would still be Oh six. Yeah. If it was only a month before. Yeah, it was still 06. Okay. Um, but uh, it was... Um, I What I think happened was I... This Jennifer Kidder, I knew her because I'd have to cover the parks board yeah. meetings. So I was like, okay. Fine. I have a we'll relationship to, with her. We'll talk to someone in the government. Yeah. And then um, I don't know how I got in touch with this Garrett Miller. Somebody must have... He must have... Somebody must have contacted. It must have been like a family member or something. Maybe he was skateboarding through the halls. <laughs> uh and then uh this uh high school student i probably called the the high school and asked the principal to give me a contact like like a good kid that would talk about new year's yeah and must have pointed me towards this kid i don't know i don't remember mark okay i don't know all right it's from the past but mark i have a bigger issue oh um the news desk is not paying for itself quite yet yeah we're still looking for sponsorships you're gonna take a loss on your news desk for the first couple of months everybody Uh, knows that like i but when i bought the news desk the guy who i bought it from didn't necessarily tell me that like i figured this thing would pay for itself yeah within a week it's a turnkey operation i mean i've got the news already yeah i just insert the news into the news desk and watch it hum Mm -hmm. but uh not the case. No. So I'm I'm gonna ask for a little bit of help in that this week's episode is all about news. Oh, all the news. Episode ninety five, we are talking about news. Ninety five already? And hopefully we will get some money. A little bit of, a little bit of a, like an advertising dollar. <laughs> we'll hear us talking about the news and then we like, Oh, I wonder if I can get some kind of ad opportunity. Yeah. And I'll say, Yeah. Yeah, you do. We have this whole desk thing, and we wheel it out, and there's music and the whole thing, and I read the thing, and it's great, and it's great. You don't even have to pay for the news. It's already paid for, Mark. And we can say, you would be able to hear us say, "Yeah, bro- today's news is brought to you by Box City for big, all your box needs. Big O Tires. Yeah. Big O. And then, uh, no, that's Bell Tire. Bell Tire. That's what that one is. I guess. I don't know. And I, I, I'll do all my accents. Yeah. You know, I'll do my Toledo accent. <laughs> What's all this? What's all this, Sen? Put a tire on your trolley. Hey, governor. Yeah. Well, go down, ride the lorry. Uh, pram. To Toledo. Push a, push a shopping pram to mm-hmm. the local mm-hmm. fishery. It's like. It's like you're looking right into Toledo. Into the heart of Toledo. 
But Mark, we're talking about news, which means uh, best of the best. It's rolling on. Yes. Best of the best, of course, is your only internet debate podcast on the internet. Mark and I will be arguing at most today three topics. Not always. We don't always get to three. Not always. We. It's always a curveball. Yeah. But we're talking about news. But of course, as we're battling to that first to 500, we have many valuable prizes on the line. First and foremost, the winner of that first to 500 series, the best of the best, will receive a $25 gift card to Wendy's. Yes. And I was looking into it, Mark. I believe some Wendy's will allow you to use their gift cards if there's a Tim Hortons attached to it. So if you go... So if I have a... If you have a Wendy's gift card, and yeah. it's a Wendy's slash Tim Hortons, yeah. I believe some of them will allow you to use the Wendy's gift card on the Tim Hortons menu. Oh. Ah. Ah. Hey. 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 I haven't, I haven't been to a Tim Hortons in three or four years, I would say. Well, you can get all your, all your needs. Coffee. Mocha. Timbits. Timbits. Uh, egg sandwich. He was a hockey player. Tim Horton was? Wasn't he? I don't know. I don't know who Tim Horton is. I assume he was just made up. Like the Colonel? Yeah. No, the Colonel exists. No, Tim Horton was a guy. I believe it was a hockey player. Yeah, he's a war hero. <laughs> he's in the franchise wars. Yes. He survived. <laughs> he's a veteran of the franchise wars. But we also have a second prize, Mark. Yes. A very valuable second prize. Oh, the... the Prize Posse got something good this time? They got time? something really, really good. What'd they get? They got the ability to go back in time. Wow. And change. How far? I'll tell you. Change one thing that you wrote in somebody's yearbook in high school. Yeah. Change how? Like, they like they can just delete it? or. You can, brand new message you give them you print out the piece of paper yeah and you show them this is what i want written in there mm-hmm. the, the prize posse scientists then somehow crunch the space-time continuum to go back in time stop you from writing that thing in the book and then secretly in the middle of the night actually write in the message that you had just given them in the present wow and that but only in one person's book and only no, one, one message, message. So, is there a word count that I'm limited to? You know, within reason. Yeah. It's not like Twitter. It's not like 140 characters. But right. like you could really blow some minds is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Hmm. So you could bring news from the future so that like during the 10-year anniversary, they're like, oh, I wonder, you know, I'm flipping through the yearbook and uh, oh my God. You know, it's, it's like a lot yeah. of numbers for the day or... Um, you know the, the 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 you have best of the best re- best results if they want. I would gamble. just write. I would write the flickering box at WordPress.com <laughs> in there. Uh, no, I would write the birth of their of their child. I would write the the exact date of their firstborn child. Yeah, and then I would write a second date that was unlabeled sometime in the future, mm. just to really worry them. Yeah. Think about it. <laughs> oh my God! Here, here are April third. S- 2007 that that that's incredible it's right yeah. on the money it's oh my what are these other ones september 4th 2025 oh my god i don't know what i don't know what's gonna happen on that day yeah 
So that's that's, that's a, exciting. That's the prize pot. This is a lot. There's a lot at stake today. There's a lot of science involved here. Well, you know, get those lazy assholes off their asses. You know, third season of Mama's Family can only go so far. <laughs> we're gonna have to start shaking they, up the staff. They did buy a lot of capital with that one. But Mark, we're gonna we're gonna move on here. We have our customary coin flip today, Mark. We are dealing with a Susan B. Anthony yep. one dollar coin. Susie B. Nineteen seventy-nine. Go ahead and call in the air. Here we go. Heads. It is heads. Mark, we're talking about news, which means we're talking about all. We're talking about the news desk. Yes. But, you know, brought to you by whoever you want, whoever, Mark. Whoever. Whoever. Just try it on for size. Just you know, let's just let's just Costco presents best of the best news, news desk. desk. Presenting episode ninety-five news brought to you by Best of the Best. I mean, it, it fits. Presented it, by Best of the Best. Yeah. So underwritten uh, by you. Yeah, and the um, the uh, what was the MacArthur Foundation? No, that's uh, I'm trying to, the um, the Coke the Coke Group. The Coke Brothers. I'm trying to think like PBS does all that where they yeah the Andrew Andrew Carnegie Foundation right yeah. Mark, we're talking about best news, so we're Rick and Linda Miller, something like that. Yeah, trust. We're talking about news, which means our first category here on Best of the Best is we are talking about the best weekend update character. Best weekend update character. Yes. Kick receive, Mark. Receive. I'm ready. He's ready to go, everybody. Andrew, the best weekend update character is Stefan. Stefan. Uh, fairly recent. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bill Hader left last season, mm-hmm. but uh, Stefan was a character who, for those who don't, oh well, I guess for those who really don't know, Weekend Update is a segment on Saturday Night Live where it's it's like fake news, but it's real news. It's real news, but they make jokes about it. Um, <clears throat> and there was a character named Stefan who I'm. I'm told was based on somebody that worked at SNL as like an really intern. that's that's the story is mm. that there was an intern or somebody who would speak like this character sometimes <laughs> like hands over their mouth kind of thing kind of hands over their mouth but would always talk about the latest club that they were going to go to mm-hmm. and so the format of the joke of the segment is Seth Meyers says it's Valentine's Day Valentine's here in New York Day City. In New York City. Looking for the best places to go. Here is our city living correspondent, Stefan. Yeah. And then Bill Hader would have his hair slicked down forward mm-hmm. at a weird angle, so he had bangs. And he'd have like a Ed Hardy t shirt that went all the way up to his it was a long sleeve, so it would just be covered in this weird tribal tattoo look. And then Seth Myers would say, where, where can people take their family on St. Patrick's Day? Mm-hmm. Or what's a good way to spend your summer in New York? And then Stefan would say, New York's hottest club is blank. Yeah. And it would always be something weird. Something weird, like, goofy, where he would do this weird effect to his I voice. See. I see. Or Kevin? <laughs> And, yes. and then he would describe what horrors were inside of this club as though it was something really fantastic and it would always be really like scary. Yeah. Or he would make up the names of uh, the club promoters and they would they would always be it would yeah. it would be a mixture, it this, would be 
the 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 it's or, owned by Hasidic Jew or Hasidic Rabbi Jew Diamond Phillips. Yes, yeah, Jew Diamond Phillips was a good one. Yes, there'd be a lot of punnery, and then the best part though, the best part was, uh, is that Bill Hader would break during every single one of these. Yeah, the that, story is that the writer. I can't. And he was on. He was on Conan recently, and he, uh, he and it's like a known guy, and I can't yeah. remember his name. The writer would change some of the joke. Would change jokes for, between rehearsal and the show. Right. So Bill Hader was seeing all of these lines fresh, yeah. and then would react to them accordingly on on the air. And it was. It's yeah. No, always funny. Always like big, uh, big, big laughs. Big laughs. Big laughs. You were excited when you saw him. It was a shame. It's, I, I guess he's the character I'll miss most of Bill Hader no longer being there. There's a lot of good characters that he played. <clears throat> I, I don't know. That's that'd be but interesting yeah. to talk about the best. Uh, I always I always enjoyed his um, Alan Alda. Uh, oh, his Alan Alda is like one of the great. <laughs> you got all his you got all these cameras and it's 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 weird and wild. Yeah, what you do? You got it's all this movie's about time travel. <laughs> That's weird. Mark, uh, great pick. Uh, I also went with a more recent character that for some reason just tickles me every time I see it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a it's it's a controversial pick because it's so new, but for some reason like I couldn't I couldn't shake myself from this as the best weekend update character is C- Cecily Strong's the girl you wish you hadn't started a conversation with at a party. Yeah. Now, here's what I love about Weekend Update characters. Is well, you now that Cecily is a anchor, yeah. we probably won't be seeing. We that won't character. see it exactly. Like it's just it's like, uh, um, well, I guess I guess Amy Poehler didn't really play any characters on Weekend Update or no. did Tina Fey, but no. uh, or or I guess like Jimmy Fallon wouldn't be doing Adam Sandler when he started <laughs> hosting. Yes, um, but. Uh, uh, what I love about uh, Weekend Update characters is they usually just take, like, one... Th- there's, like, one thing. There's one little, like, one little uh, note of a person mm-hmm. that they like the, the actors are able to mine so deeply to where you're just, like, I know exactly who they're they're talking about. And usually, yeah. that's usually, like, the best ones. Like, like, Drunk Uncle. Like, it's just him saying we're non sequiturs, but you know... You know a drunk so uncle. I was never type. cloudy with like a chance of me. <laughs> Black Friday. <laughs> it wasn't February enough. Ooh. And uh, so, or 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 a like a Stefan type character, or a um, like usually the worst ones are the ones that are, that are so broad. Like Colin Quinn would play characters on Weekend Update that like. While he, he was hosting? No, he would like when when Norm was hosting, uh, he would play guys like. Um, oh, he would play like your cousin, right? There, there would be like the the cousin or the one I remember specifically was like Louis the Lion, and it was like a lion from that the Bronx bad. Zoo that was some kind of like turnkey lunch pail kind yeah. of like blue collar lion. That was a bad one. <laughs> and you're just like ugh, ugh. Uh, but the girl you wish you hadn't started a conversation with at the party is so specific. And like, but and so infuriating as you're just hit like the whole. This is the thrust of the character is that Seth Meyers introduces, and they. I love that they didn't even give the character a name. Like, yeah, it's just the girl you wish you hadn't started a conversation with at a party. Well, her and drunk uncle are the same in that way, and that that is their name. 
Right. Or it's it's like um, Kristen Wiig used to play uh, um, Amy's Amy's aunt, and she would give movie reviews. And like that's a, I always thought that's a funny character too. Have you ever seen that sketch? No. Where we'll it's, to go on it's like it's like um, it, it, she comes out and she's like reviews all of these well-regarded movies, and it's always she always like oh she's like oh please I give it to and then oh brother and then she, like then she'd be like then I finally saw a film I really enjoyed Garfield A Tale of Two Kitties. <laughs> And it would just it would just go on like yeah. that, but uh, but getting back to it, Cecily Strong does this character, and basically what it is is that uh, she just starts talking, mm-hmm. and she's like half knowledgeable about things that she's talking about, but she's so kind of uh, flippant about it. Like she's no, she's, she's like she's detached. Not, she's clearly not knowledgeable. She's clearly like just picking out news notes that she's gotten from but she tries blogs. To, exactly. But, but she talks as though she's enlightened. And she tries to remain like superior to Seth about it. Yeah. She's the, she's the knowledgeable one. But at the same time, she's also like checking her phone and going through her, uh, her purse yelling and, at her friend and then calling her a bitch <laughs> that, asking if she could sing a negro spiritual <laughs> no <laughs> pick one seth you're both wrong you're both wrong <laughs> and it's so infuriating but it's so specific and there's like you've been to that party and you've talked to that girl mm-hmm. and i i don't know i think it's hysterical and it, it i think it's 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 one of the best because they didn't give it the uh, the option to overstay its welcome. I think with Cecily now hosting, yeah, it's gonna it it's like, which leads me into final arguments. I think Stefan definitely had overstayed his welcome. I feel like I feel like that's also why I didn't pick Drunk Uncle. It's because I feel like they the reliance on those characters tend to take away some of the love. Yeah, um, not to say that like th- they aren't hysterical. But uh, um, that would be my argument against Stefan is I feel like they used him too much. Um, final arguments. Uh, I, I disagree. Mm. I think we could have used more. Really? I think we could have used a Stefan TV show. Oh, God. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think Stefan was used just the right amount. Like, I, I miss the Stefan character. I wish he was back. You can only do that gag so many times. Like, it's, it's like... The... the, the I think I think he had a I think there was a little more life to it because of how weird everything that he picked was. Yeah. And there would be as he would describe what was inside of these clubs what was really funny for me would be when they would get to weird like inside not inside jokes but just ref, referential specific, humor specific to stuff where he to... would he would say this this club has everything. Soda <laughs> Purple stuff. Oh, S- Sunny D. Sunny D. Yeah, <laughs> and like that's such a stupid joke. But it makes me. It works really well when compa- when contrasted to human lunch. Uh, what was it? human fanny packs? Mm-hmm. And then Seth says, "What's a human fanny pack?" Oh, and you he know, says, it's that thing. It's that thing right? where a midget wraps itself around your waist, and then you put your passport in its mouth. <laughs> so stupid. Like, what? How is that exciting for anybody? It's it's horrific. And yeah, I think I think that also benefits from the live. Like if they, uh, I, like I hate, I always hate when stuff gets. Uh, well, I don't necessarily hate it, but I, I guess it depends on the performer when they like break character. Like when Jimmy Fallon would do it every sketch, it was I just it it grew 
tiresome very quickly yeah. but uh i think it's it's like the same thing with um with uh like debbie downer like the debbie downer sketches is mm-hmm. that they they started like announcing that they were they would run they would run like the performance from the dress rehearsal because people cracked more than during the live show i remember reading that really? at some point that they they would like preface a couple of the debbie downer sketches to show that like the one that they ran was the one during the like the the dress rehearsal because people laughed more during it because the Debbie Downer sketch isn't the whole point of SNL that it's live right but the Debbie Downer sketch is like the whole it's not a funny joke but the, the fact that like everyone is losing their mind because the big one everyone remembers is is uh, what is her name? it's um Rachel Dratch Rachel yeah. Dratch is playing this character called Debbie Downer and. Every time she, every time somebody says something in the sketch, she has to one up it with a more depressing thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess what had happened, and so every time she would say something, we would get this like head-on shot of her weird camera move with this zoom into her face, and we'd hear wah wah. Yeah. And um, I guess what had happened was, is during dress, they there was a different sound effect than during the live show. So when the first time we heard wah wah. It was this really, like, really loud, like, uh, the sound effect they were not expecting. Mm-hmm. And so everyone in this sketch, it's it's on a, it's a Lindsay Lohan episode. Everyone in the sketch is just losing their shit because this stupid sound the effect. Sound. The best part is Rachel Dranch choking through these lines where she, she uh, like, everyone is laughing. Everyone is, like, is broken at this point. And she goes, well, it's official. I can't have children. <laughs> and the like everyone just loses, just, just kills everyone yeah. so like that's funny but when when jimmy fallon who's in that sketch does it it's not funny so i will say this i i enjoy stefan and i think it benefits more that bill Hader, who is a usually pretty good at not breaking character yeah breaks down during this character so i, I feel like if he wasn't laughing at the jokes himself i it would lose something so it's good to see like i don't think that that character would not work in any other situation no like if they just did like the Stefan talk show, like, um, well, the the first Stefan sketch was that he was Ben Affleck's brother, <laughs> and it was actually a sketch oh. where Ben Affleck is pitching out movie ideas, but he brings his brother Stefan to to like the studio head, mm-hmm. and it's a very different, like you would almost call it like Stefan version. It's like a proto ver- Stefan, yeah, pro- beta yeah. beta Stefan. Before they figured out that he's better in this short burst on uh, weekend, weekend update. update, but I, I yeah, so so I'll give it up. Giving it up, I'll give it up. I think I think I think there were there were only like three Cecily Strong sketches, right? Where she did that. I feel I did, like I think she only did it two or three she times. Did, she did. It, I feel like she did it probably more than that. Maybe I don't know. I don't know actually. I don't have those numbers yeah. in front of me. But she only was on. She only was on the cast like a couple of years before she's now on the Weekend Update desk. Yeah, I also like Kate McKinnon's old Russian woman. <laughs> they've they've trotted her that that character out a few times, have they? Yeah, I feel like it was only for the time when the the meteor stri- uh, hit. <laughs> that was the only time I ever saw her, and it made me laugh. Bear with me, I'm I'm right here. No, there's a bear with me. <laughs> I enjoyed Jay Farrow's um, Stephen A. Smith, where he like oh the sports commentator Seth, 
Michael Jordan and I are close personal friends. Yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. Tr- when, when he lost his virginity, I was strapped <laughs> to his chest in a baby Bjorn. Uh, so we're going to move on. We're talking about news brought to you by Little Caesars and the news Possibly. desk. Possibly. 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 Think yeah. about it. Just throwing it out there. Throwing it out there. We are talking about the best broadcast journalist, Mark. Best broadcast journalist. So we're talking journalist. about news. We're talking about all the greats. Mm-hmm. Best broadcast journalist. You went first in that first round, which means first, I go first in the second round. Mark, the best broadcast journalist is the man himself, Bobby the Brain Heenan. <laughs> the wrestler. No, Announcer. the broadcast journalist. Yeah, okay. Bobby the Brain Heenan, for those of you who are not in the know, very famous professional wrestler manager. Mm-hmm. Managed Mr. Perfect, mm-hmm. Ric Flair. Woo! Um, the warlord? No. Nick Cage. Yes, yes, yes. Nick Cage. Lord of War. Um, he had his own stable known as the Heenan family, but Mm -hmm. by the end of his uh, managing career in the mid-night, in the early, really early 90s, he decided to transition into the, into the broadcast booth Mm -hmm. with close personal friend of the show, Gorilla Monsoon. Did he make that decision, do you think, or did they... I feel like, um... Did management tell him you're going to move into the booth? They needed someone to go in there to be the color commentator. Yeah. And uh, I think he also had had, um, he had like a rough neck. Like I think health issues were kind of forcing him yeah. not to travel as much. So he moved into the broadcast booth. Health issues are forcing him to not be hit in the back of the head with chairs as often. Pretty much. He had a broken neck for a really long time and mm-hmm. refused to ever get it fixed. Um he, uh, but then he, w- when he transitioned into the booth, he started referring to himself as a broadcast journalist. Yeah, but that didn't prevent what him. What year did he move into the booth? Uh, like 1990, okay. 91. Um, because uh, the best part, there's a floating Christmas tree behind you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> somebody's somebody's throwing trees from their their um, apartment window here. Best of the best. That's what that's that's the news, Mark. That's the news. That is breaking news. Yeah, you broke that news. Thrown from the window. Uh, but Bobby Heenan would um, he would comment on matches, and he would also make fun of them. Mm-hmm. Like uh, his one of the best po- one of the best moments is um, at the Survivor Series. And the Survivor Series match was um, Shawn Michaels and his knights, which were just a bunch of random guys in in like masks. It was supposed to be Jerry Lawler, but it's yeah. Shawn Michaels versus the Hart family. Mm-hmm. So Brett and Owen Hart plus uh, um, the their brothers. Yeah, uh, there's another two brothers, and I don't remember who they are, or three brothers actually. And uh, Bobby Heenan is how he's had this axe to grind against Stu Hart for some reason. Stu Hart is this really well-known um, wrestling trainer. He's like this really old kind of tough, um, you know, grizzled wrestling wrestling man, yeah. wrestle man mm-hmm. that trained a bunch of professional wrestlers. And uh, every time Stu would appear on camera, Bobby had this quip to say, like he was wearing like a like a, a Bruins jacket. And uh, he's like, oh, my God, that's so great. He's got a picture of his wife on the back of that jacket. <laughs> oh, she looks beautiful. I mean, she's got her tusks out, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Or um, 
he would shout. He'd be like, uh, hold on a second. I got a, a, a Stu left this for me. He's like, hey, Stu, wake up. And, or um, he's, he said, I think I just heard Stu say, Helen, I'm damp. What do you think that means? <laughs> and uh, so Bobby, the brain Heenan, bringing all of the, uh, the uh, and he'd always talk about how much of a broadcast journalist, broadcast journalist he was, and that he had like broadcast integrity. Mm-hmm. When he would like make fun of someone and then Gorilla Monsoon would say, well, why don't you go over there and ask him? He's like, I've got too much broadcast intel- integrity, integrity. To, to go and interfere in a match yeah. like this. But that wouldn't stop him from like throwing a bottle of water to a, one of the bad guys <laughs> or something like that. And he's like, you see that? Somebody threw that behind me. But I say Bobby the Brain Heenan, one of... Is he still... He is still alive. But he's not on the show. Who's he? Doing um, the, it's the king. Well, right now it's the JR. King. Well, JR is not there either. It's the king and Michael Cole mm. and then JBL. Uh, Bobby Heenan uh, developed um, uh, jaw cancer in like 08 or something like that. And so now it's pretty much the same issue as like Roger Ebert that pretty much is. I don't I don't know if he can speak anymore, but uh, I believe he's had like a biopsy on his lower jaw. So he pretty much can't speak anymore. Yeah. The last match that he reviewed was uh, WrestleMania to, to the Wonder. <laughs> yes, just like Roger. Um, uh, his la- the last match he commentated on was at WrestleMania 18, and it was a um, it was or it might have been 17. It was a over the top gimmick battle royal. So mm-hmm. all like the shitty wrestling gimmicks from all the 80s and 90s came out, and he and um, and uh, Gene Okerlund like called the match, and it was it was it's like fun, but like. He's definitely older. He's he like he was even he was rough to begin with. After after like throat surgery, he had before he got his jaw removed. He sounded very rough and frail and weak. So it's a shame considering like how boisterous he is when you watch these old matches. Yeah, like one of the greatest tour de forces that he ever did was in '92, where Ric Flair is supposed to win the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. and because he's like Rick's former manager. He um he's Rick comes in at number three in that match and it's a thirty man match and um, a new guy comes in every two minutes so Rick has to essentially stick around for uh, like a full hour in this yeah. match and uh, every time Rick is like on the ropes about to get eliminated like he like loses his mind but Rick Flair ends up winning and like he's ecstatic and he's over <laughs> the moon about it and then like, that promo that I think we've referenced several thousand times on the show. Is the one that plays after that match where, with a tear yeah. in my eye, this is the greatest moment in my professional career. Splice it in here. I'm going to tell you all, with a tear in my eye, this is the greatest moment in my life. When you walk around this world and you tell everybody you're number one, the only way you get to stay number one is to be number one. And this is the only title in the wrestling world that makes you number one. Or just listen to me do it again. Yeah. And Bobby Heenan's going crazy as well. So I say Bobby the Brain Heenan, best broadcast Broadcast journalist. journalist. Good pick, Andrew. The correct answer is... Sandra Lowe. No. Of the low life. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> um, Sandra Lowe is, I guess, kind of a local broadcast journal. She, she's, she was on KCRW. Mm-hmm. And basically her show is upper, up, 
upper middle class woman. She she's she's Asian American. Oh, oh upper is this on NPR? On NPR. Oh, yeah. Oh, I could, I just could not disagree. <laughs> oh my god. Like I'm getting physically angry. I get I I'm physically Andrew, angry over this decision. I feel the exact same way. <laughs> I feel the exact same way every time I turn on my radio and I hear it. What? She's the worst. It's yes, it is the worst. And her stories are like I go to Whole Foods for my family, but it's parking is so terrible. Get it together, Whole Foods. And then they cut back to, you know, the actual, because her show is only like, her segments, the low life are two minutes, two and a half minutes or something. And then the one that I always remember, the one that just made me furious was she was debating whether or not she should give her 10 year old an iPad. Mm -hmm. And I think, so she's the whole story. And then she's like, I'm busy. I'm lazy. I let my kid have the iPad. Because mm-hmm. it keep keeps them shut up while they're playing Candy Crush. Shut that stupid brat up. But that doesn't. That's not how she speaks. She speaks like as a mother. I, <laughs> I made was the, mortified. I made the responsible decision to. If my daughter's happy, then that's all that matters. And then yeah. So that ends. Then we go back to the news to like all things considered or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're the person always laughs coming back from the low life as though low life is really funny so then we go back to like it want to be robert crowlich because he does no we'll say it's, it's it's robert siegel isn't robert it? siegel so it's like <laughs> well that was the low life syria has uh <laughs> transitioning to more serious news yeah but that's the one that always stuck out in my head as them pretending to laugh at this really heartfelt tale of a woman Deciding to drop four hundred dollars on a toy for her, child her kid, and just shutting the fuck up, and then him pretending to laugh, even though I'm sure he didn't even listen to the segment, <laughs> and then saying, There's, "The word laugh is in the script." Yeah. No, he was he was reading a Ziggy. Oh, he's yeah, it's like, <laughs> a really funny Marmaduke. Ooh, you're too big for that chair. <laughs> that dog catcher's gonna get you sometime, Marmaduke. Yeah. And then. Negotiations have broken down after the third day in yeah. Pakistan. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I pick the low life because it's one of the only, it's one of the few things that I really have a strong reaction. One of the few segments of NPR or really any kind of broadcast journalism that I have such a strong reaction to. Because at least with Andy Rooney, he was an angry old white man. And yeah. you got the joke, but does it go low- this way? Does it go this way? It doesn't, it doesn't say. say. But with the low life, it's just this woman talking about how much she's been watching Breaking Bad, and I'm supposed to give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and whenever I hear it, it's one of the few things that I'll stay in my car to listen to to hate, because like I didn't, I. Uh, like the rest of this country, I had the opportunity to hate watch Sound of Music live. Sure. But I said, I'm just, I'm probably not going to like it, so I just won't watch it. Yeah. But something about this woman, this upper class, well-to-do, Asian-American woman with kids talking about being a mother in Southern California and how great it is, but sometimes it's really hard. 
and then acting like she's really witty and insightful. Just just everything about her it's, just makes me so mad. That's the worst part. Final arguments, Mark. The worst part is like the really like ham-fisted punnery and like the way she hangs jokes. Yeah. She'll like say a joke and then she'll there's like it I'm I'm tempted to think it says hold for applause. Like there's a long beat. <laughs> there's a long beat when she finishes a sentence that you're just like Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then she like I was about to start again, but the laughter is too loud, and she stops. That's what it's I like. Imagine. Kramer, I imagine like Kramer yes, coming exactly. In. That's what I imagine is what happens yeah. in her mind. But I, it's infuriating, Mark. Yeah. Like at least Bobby Heenan is enjoyable <laughs> and a wonderful uh, broadcast journalist, bringing you all the scoops yeah. from the from the backstage. But this woman. This every time it, every time it comes on NPR, it's it's Here's, like it's it hurts my teeth. Like it's so <laughs> aggravating because it's just it's it's like I just pulled into a coffee shop uh, uh, on like Santa Monica Boulevard, and I'm just listening to this woman behind me on her cell phone in Venice, like, yeah, talking about. about you know cooper and tyler right and it's basically that that's basically what it and is this is the show and it's been running for years it's just these like two minute segments and it's it's the i don't know how you get this job like i don't know who is clamoring for well she's the lowdown or whatever the hell it's called the low life yeah she was she's like an author she's an essayist and a poet like that's fine so i think it that works ex- for guys for like david sedaris or or sarah vowell like i'm completely there are un- very there are perfectly good examples of this but her show specifically <laughs> is just it's a fucking worst and it seems so unaware unself like she lacks self-awareness to realize that what she's talking about is so aggravating and the way that she says it is so awful. And what was great is, I think you're the only person I know who's listened to, the, who also knows this show. Because <laughs> she so also for, she also does like a does she, she's the one that does like a science minute too, right? Is that the same? That's this is the she'll same do this, she'll do a science minute every once in a and while, and it's always the same. It's that same inflection, and then yeah. it ends on a joke, and you're just like. God, it's so egg. I I hate it, Mark. Well, she does. She, I hate it. She does. He, she does. Sp- spoken commentary as though it's poetry, so it sounds completely off. Mm-hmm. And the way that every joke lands is like the way a stanza would land, where there's supposed to be a big breath, but because you know you're because you think she wants you to laugh, mm-hmm. I think that's why it seems so long. Yes, she's also just awful. But I would talk to people for years because the fact that it wasn't a full show, the fact that it was a 2 minute beat, I would people who have been living in LA their whole life wouldn't know what I was talking about. I'd be like, "Have you listened to this fucking woman?" <laughs> and they'd be like, "What are what I uh, yeah, no, I I've listened to all things considered, but I don't I don't know what No. What, what we'll, is it? We'll like, splice, you we'll, have to find this if woman. I, I if I can find it, we'll splice it in just to to it's aggravating. This is Sanford Singlow with The Low Life. Today's topic, the kids are all right-ish. Part four, the future may be. I am that worst sort of PTA member, the mercenary parent volunteer. In elementary school, they couldn't get rid of me. By middle school, I had burnt out. Totally. They sent out calls. I never did squat. But now that eighth grade meet the high school's night is upon us and parent volunteers are needed, guess who's first in line with her 8 a.m. Starbucks? 
cheery, as though no break in service ever happened. Oh, yes, I'm a ribbon-wearing first responder because I need the inside dirt on high school. Now, I know a couple of excellent public high schools, but when, like Napoleon marching on Prussia, I push-pin their locations onto a wall map around the location of my other daughter's middle school, the commute makes triangles and trapezoids and a host of other geometric forms that spell, well, 30 hours a week of driving. In the dark. I, and so, with, Mark, I, can't, I physically cannot, I cannot allow this, <laughs> I cannot allow this to happen. She's, it's so aggravating because it's just, it's and like, I don't know, who, I don't know who this segment's for. You're I not don't even, know who this segment's for. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's, it's for her and Cooper. And, and yeah, and Cooper yeah. and, and, and Carson and all your favorites. Mm-hmm. Get the, get the one with the hat with the blue button on top, yeah, not the white adorable. button. It's Grandpa th- Cooper, Coop, I love that hat. If your you hat could, is adorable. If you go with either the Breaking Bad one or the iPad one, <laughs> the Breaking Bad one is great because she. I think at one point she actually says Breaking Dad. No, which is such a terrible pun. It's just infuriating. It's the only thing on the radio. Because you can at least appreciate the, the zany antics of a morning zoo. <laughs> yes. But this is just, it's, it's so just purely. Excruciating. It's just, it's the, just the fucking bullshit minutia that like you don't want to read about on Facebook. But yeah. now here it is in a fully fleshed out form as you are trapped in your car, like <laughs> hating everybody outside of the car. And now inside I have to li- the car. I have to listen to this woman talk about her children that I I don't even know. Yeah. In in the way that like even when you know the children and they give you these facts, you're still like, I don't really care. No, I had yes. to go to a PTA conference for Karsten. Apparently he's too smart for the second oh, grade. Oh, that's fantastic. I um, think that was actually one of them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna see if, uh, I'm gonna see if 97.9 is getting the light out right now. <laughs> just go ahead and just. <laughs> So, Mark, so you're not gonna allow no, that. Bobby not, Heenan. Not on yours. Give it up. Give it up. I Bobby will give Heenan. It up to Bobby yes. Heenan. Yes. 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 I yes. would much rather listen to Bobby Heenan for any amount of time. <laughs> Sandra Lowe God, on the Low Life. It's the, wor- it's the worst, Mark. It is. It. It just. It's excruciating. I would describe the show to people, and nobody knew what it was like. And for a while, I thought that my car was haunted. <laughs> this so, like it sounds like there's mother a, had died. In it. There's a monster inside of your car radio. <laughs> Mark, we're going to move on to our final mystery topic here mm-hmm. on Best of the Best because we tied one-to-one. Now, Mark, we don't know what this, this final mystery topic no, is, we don't. but I think I think if we wheel in the news desk... One more time. Brought to you by... I don't even know. DiGiorgio's Pizza. <laughs> it's not no, delivery. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno's. No. It's not. De- it's not it's, delivery. It's not, it's not delivery. Or it's not DiGiorno's. DiGiorno's. It's DiGiorgio's. It's a takeout place. <laughs> um, the news desk knows all, Mark. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I got. Uh, let me just go ahead and yeah, flip through the news here. All right, council okay's one percent refuse contract price increase. Semicolon accepts flag from Iraq. Semicolon best news. That you personally have broken. Now you remember writing that one, correct? Uh, you know, it's interesting. I I do actually. I yeah, way quotes. back in 
it's it was you know i talked to the mayor i talked to the superintendent you know i i, I also master general I just, who... just walked around mm-hmm. just kind of finding you know i was like hey buddy uh hey what's the raz hey yeah. ooh, ooh, hey <laughs> and my toledo oh, accent yeah. as well uh so we're talking about the best news that you've ever broken mark go ahead and call it in the air heads or tails heads it is heads can't receive mark i will receive receive ready. he's ready to go andrew yeah breaking news it's difficult in this day and age with well with facebook and twitter of course all your ba- all your favorites um and the low life with and the low life with Andrew Lau. <laughs> it, it's difficult to be on the cutting edge and to be able to tell anybody anything that they haven't heard before because usually it's like oh yeah i saw that facebook yeah i heard that immediately yeah, I like i woke facebook. up i looked at my phone saw facebook we got this brain jack that just goes right into drudge yeah speaking of which did you see um uh, are, are you gonna break some news right now no, did you see uh the 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 drudge i love i love the drudge report because it's so unabashed in terms of its shittiness and um they were talking about the uh like the the weather like the cold weather and the big front page picture of on it was like um you know negative 20s cold it's gonna be cold kind of thing and the picture that they had attached with it was the end of the shining where (laughs) <laughs> Jack's frozen <laughs> in the snow. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and another news: Jack Nicholson dead today. <laughs> uh, got lost uh, leaving a cabin somewhere, yeah. and now just we have a Stuck we have one head final head picture. Headphase. But anyway, it's hard to it's hard to give news to people. It's hard to it's hard to break news to people. I it's 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 happened to me often. The people have broken news to me. I remember you told me about the Aurora shooting. Uh, did I? Yeah, because I was in the engine room. Oh, and yeah. then yeah, I, I came I, upstairs I at work, actually. and I was like, "Great, another great episode, everybody!" And everybody was like, "Really dour." <laughs> and I think you assumed that I knew, mm-hmm. but did I did I make an off color joke? Because I feel like no, uh, we <laughs> no, we talked for like a minute and a half. And I was like, I'm really looking forward to seeing this Batman movie. It comes out tonight. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm stuck here. I don't know. Maybe I'll run over to like one of the 6 a.m. shows. Yeah. And then like nobody was saying anything. And then you said, did you hear about that shooting at the movie theater? And I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. You fucked me. You fucked me. That's that's how I remember that news being broken to me. Mm-hmm. But the best news that I've broken to another person this was in uh, college. This was my senior year of college, I guess. Uh, I was I was dating a girl who I don't know how this is possible, but she had never heard the theories or understood that it was even a possibility that the Kennedy assassination was a political coup. Okay, so. I was the one who got to say, most people think it, it might not have just it was Oswald wasn't acting alone. Mm-hmm. And she was, she was like, oh, I, okay, like she accepted it pretty pretty easily that it's it's possible that it wasn't. But she had just gone her whole life without thinking, without hearing that. Mm. It was just news that I was able to break to her, and what made it the best news that I was able to break to her was that it wasn't like trying to think of other news it wasn't like telling somebody about 
Sandy Hook. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of just, you know, yeah, it's awful. I, I, don't, I, don't know what, I don't know what the country's going to do. And then you kind of move on. Because for me, it was, oh, you, you don't know? I mean, just look <laughs> at the facts. Like, Johnson... Johnson li- stood all, to gain. It all lines up. Johnson was interesting. I, he was in the air at the time. In, oh, it's interesting. Time, yeah. It's real interesting. They're in his hometown, <laughs> and they decide to drive through this. I mean, it's just the military-industrial complex. I when I talk about, let me get my let me get my writings here. I got I got I got, I got, I got a I, couple of pages I that some, I want you to look some at. Notebooks here. And my my school had the had the Warren report. Mm-hmm. In, in in display and i was like we could go to the library right now and you will see <laughs> and then and then we had and then we had like awkward depressing sex later that night but <laughs> she's she, like she's she's just looking up and this, her mind just wandering just well i guess it does make sense a I magic mean, bullet i mean uh, yeah that i mean isn't it weird that the only person that survived that commission was the one who believed in the magic bullet theory <laughs> sure i'll move my leg but the thing that really really bugs me yeah. is it just it it's uh, how did mm, and uh. me too i'm also saying <laughs> yeah yeah you're right <laughs> aren't we're both in agreement here <sighs> want to get a burger or something get a burger <laughs> let's get our burger on yeah Sounds great. Sounds great. So that was that was the best news I ever broke because I got to just spout off about my theories on the Kennedy assassination for <laughs> in mid-coitus for well. days. <laughs> you just, just like, kept, yeah. And it, like I could tell she was done talking about it, but I was like, you need to really think about this. <laughs> let's let's sit down and watch JFK together. Who right? stood to gain? Back and to the left. left. Back, back and, and to, to the left. left and you can decide if that's me talking <laughs> about kennedy or our awkward sex life <laughs> mark the best news i've ever broken is when we all got fucking fired uh, not 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 this most recent Wait, time well, when we all got fucking fired but when we all got fucking fired from the magazine i was working for oh okay and that um, you seem to have that. <laughs> I seem to. I seem to bring. If I if you I'm should, on a job with you, like just be on the lookout. Don't don't be freely spending because the phrase "we all got fucking fired" is, <laughs> is one should, that might get thrown around a lot. You should get a newspaper printed that's like Dewey defeats Truman, <laughs> and be able to just hold that up as soon as you find out everyone has jobs, and it's yeah. just a picture of me holding that, and it says the real headline is "We all yeah, got fucking all fired." Are. Just me screaming extra, extra. <laughs> In fact, I think I want to buy that. I think I want to pay for that novelty newspaper. <laughs> Real excited about it as well. Um, we all got we, we um we got pulled into or no the best part was we got an email from corporate when I was working for this magazine that was like, um, a mandatory like all department meeting is going to be happening like next week. Tuesday, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, "I think I have a sneak suspicion. I know what this is." Yeah. <laughs> and so we all got called into this meeting room because at this point, the had it gone from a daily? No, it, it was a weekly. It was a weekly magazine. Um, but recently, they had started doing like double issues, which um, a lot of magazines are doing more more now. But uh, what that means is they're like, "We'll cover the weeks of." You know, uh, December 20th and December 27th. So it's like a big double issue. But Mm -hmm. that just means that they're not going to print twice. They're only going to print that one time. And 
we had gone through our our big sales time as well and these uh the, the issues that we were producing that were supposed to pay for the full year that in years past had been like 200 page books were coming in at like 30 pages yeah. so we were really thin and so a lot of, for a lot of people the writing was on the wall like there was a lot of staff shakeups they had already laid people off like et cetera, et cetera. so we got called in this meeting and uh uh they're like uh i've i'm afraid i have some bad news <laughs> first of all merry christmas merry christmas secondly get the <laughs> fuck out uh they said we are only printing for another month mm-hmm. and then um then that's it we're done we're not doing a print version anymore we're doing an online version but that means we don't need any you assholes so in the fucking bricks and uh, so everyone walked out of that meeting, and they were like, "Shit!" But no one, no one bothered to um, like pre-plan on this because what you would hope is that, like, as soon as that meeting happened, we would have a story on our site that was announcing that we were not we were yeah. ceasing print publication. So I got, I was like, a "Well, picture of you." <laughs> <laughs> we did it, everyone. <laughs> Yes. Dewey defeats Truman. Uh, and uh, so I got on the, I was getting on the blower to start looking for other ice flows to jump to. Mm-hmm. And like, I could hear they're like, we don't have a story up on the site yet. So like, don't tell anyone. I was like, fuck that. Yeah. So I got on the, I got on the blower with my contacts and I was like, we all got fucking fired. <laughs> and so the, and these were all like press contacts that mm-hmm. kind of needed us for their job as well. Yeah. So I just started pretty much telling everyone that I was on my roster that we didn't, we didn't, we ain't got no more jobs. Yeah. I ain't got no money, honey. I ain't got no job, honey. What's that? What's that? Rents due? (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, baby. (laughs) You know what I like. Tell me, like. So that was the best news I ever broke because you got to break it six or seven times. I got to break it to people as my editor was like typing up a very quick story. Mm-hmm. So I beat our I beat our own publication and letting everyone know that we all got fucking fired. I got a scoop for you. <laughs> Breaking news. Entertainment tonight. Uh, we are fucked. We are done. So um that's uh that's the best news I've ever broken. So I've had to break that news. I've had to break that same news a couple times that we all got fucking fired. And I broke it to you. Yeah. On the job I was working on most recently and then uh um yeah, it's it's a good time. It's good a great time. time. We all got fucking fired. <laughs> I just have a special ringtone that I just call and it just plays the we all got fucking fired song, which I I don't know what that would be, but uh it's uh it would be a re- techno remix of uh, Taps. It'd be a dubstep <laughs> remix of Taps. Yeah, yeah. Final arguments, Mark. Andrew, uh, you being fired and a major publication going down is—it's pretty big news. Yeah, and huge news. I was the story that your editor typed up was like venerated newsman currently moving on to better things <laughs> no it was or, it was uh, like it, it, because it was it would had to be written like a press release because there was still a publication to be presented so it was like you know television week proudly pronounced announces it's going you know uh, all did it all yeah exactly it was kind of like that and it, it, it tended to downplay that they were axing like 90 percent of the staff yeah. so uh that was kind of a bummer but um 
that that was uh, I I I could track down the story, but it was it was interesting that they didn't just fucking say we're done here. I'm I'm surprised that they went on for the the rest of the month. Yeah, and then gave us all whatever the pension was or the um the severance. Yeah. So I don't have a job like that anymore that pays out like that. <laughs> no, now it's just you're done. I don't have a job. Turn in your pay stubs. End of sentence. But being able to tell somebody, there may have been more to the Kennedy assassination. What you know is thought. a lie. Uh, one of the biggest lies ever told <laughs> to the American people happened that day. Yeah, the devil doesn't exist. It was, uh, I mean, it was a thrilling moment for me to be able to talk to somebody about that. Even though they didn't want to, uh, <laughs> you had their undivided attention. I, at the yeah, time. the look on this person's face is they're like, "Wait a minute, what?" <laughs> just life just crumbling around them. I saw the quantum leap. <laughs> I, I've seen the files, all of them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was, what's 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 the bigger news story here? Kennedy assassination might have been on the inside, or. I have a, I, I have a hard no time job. I have a hard time believing that cuz the Kennedy assassination is it's that is enough of a known thing that that's you're not breaking any news to this person. She, she knew just, that it happened. She I yes. And as far as she was concerned and had ever learned Oswald acted alone. Mm-hmm. He was just a crazy guy who killed the president. Mm-hmm. And that was the end of the story. Mark, I was I was actually at the scene of the breaking news. Like, if I had to say Dateline. You were embedded Dateline, Television Week news offices. Yeah. We all got fucking fired. Turn to page two. Big picture of me holding the, 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 the headline. Mm-hmm. I was there. So I was like on the, like, if you were, if you were next to Oswald on the grassy knoll, and then you <laughs> later then said, look. I was there. I got some shit I got to tell you. Yeah. All right. That would be one thing. You'd be definitely breaking that news. But this just sounds like this girl just either willfully didn't want to pay attention to anything. Because it's it's mentioned in, like, I mean, it's not, I have a tough time understanding that, like, how you can learn about the Kennedy assassination without also hearing the story of how um, Oswald did not act alone, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, Oliver Stone is a full movie about it. It was it dominated the, the. A lot of people don't watch Oliver Stone movies. Have you ever seen that Seinfeld? Like, <laughs> did, did she understand why that Seinfeld is funny with the uh, Keith Hernandez? <laughs> yeah, because it's just nice weird. haircut, pretty boy. He spit. Yeah, that's one the, magic loogie. One, it came around, hitting you here, and then it's this grainy footage. I contend there was a second spitter. Yeah. So uh, is she just like, oh, this is a silly, this is a silly episode. I wonder. Oh, okay. Pretty, pretty much like or like she was. She was a she was a very intelligent person. I mean, she had poor taste. She was dating me, but <laughs> she she just she just hadn't come across it in her in her in her time in her twenty something years on Earth. Like the story that she knew was the one that is in most high school history books, which is November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. Sure. Kennedy's in Dallas. He gets mm-hmm. shot. It's a tragedy. Parkland Hospital. We move on to Johnson being sworn in on Air Force One. Murdering all those children in Vietnam. Uh, calls his penis Jumbo. <laughs> Makes people 
makes people take notes while he shits. Yeah. Yeah. Pees on a cer- secret service member's leg. Yeah. And, um, you know. Cla- uh, claims that he has, did, more, has just, he has more, more sex on accident than Kennedy ever did. Was something he claimed, which you're like. How do you accidentally have? Didn't he have the? Is that the aqua car? Didn't he have the aqua car as well? <laughs> Johnson. Do you know what I'm God, talking about? God, I hope so. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where I, I, I forget what I saw it in, but they, he had a car that was also a boat, <laughs> so he would take people for rides around his ranch and then make a sharp right yes, turn into yes. a lake. Oh my God! <laughs> Just laugh and laugh. The brakes are out, and then he'd drive into the. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The story is seems to be that Johnson was one of the only people who was like, "Bring president is awesome." <laughs> I get to fuck. I could do everybody. anything. But this was breaking news, Mark. I was there. I was there. But I was breaking the news to this other person. You were breaking the news to this other person that just obviously had not paid attention to American pop culture in the last forty years. One particular aspect of American pop culture. Yeah, that like. When it's the only thing that you think of when you think of the Kennedy assassination is like, was there a second person? Like it's it is in it's like saying there's there's no other um, recent assassination that is so intertwined with that. Like I th- like uh, uh, Reagan, or, uh, you know, or um, MLK. Like there's there's no other association, even if there was. Like even if like if um, uh, um, any like squeak like th- that there would have been some kind of military coup or that, th- that these people were being silenced because of the government like it is not as well known as it is with the Kennedy assassination so she just was not paying attention to anything uh in 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 terms of of this major american event not to say that i i believe that this was a this was a military coup i mean the warren commission is pretty pretty airtight mark oh my god I mean, no that's such a I'm, wor- Mark, I'm working on a... Mark, jet fuel does not burn, burn that, that hot. hot. Okay. I'm sorry to tell <laughs> you, folks. I've seen those files. Yeah. So she just, w- she just wasn't paying attention. It's like being it's like saying, I uh, broke the news to you that Earth is the third planet from the sun because you didn't know that. That, 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 that. No, it's not the... No. 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 Okay. No. I I guess because you were actually there, Andrew, yeah. on the on the edge. Yeah, if you were there in Dallas, you can give I, it up. I completely and let me win this just... one. So that's another point for me. See what I did there? I I got to give it up yes. because you were there because you were able to scoop your own editor, <laughs> probably causing a headache for him and everyone else on the staff. Because then it gets back to the ad department, and we can't sell ads because the thing doesn't exist anymore. It's it's a big to do. It's a big yeah. to do. So fuck them. Fuck them. We all got fired. We all got fucking fired. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a shit? Mark, with that win, that's gonna do it for this episode. Of best of the best. I won. Krakowski defeats Gonzalez. <laughs> Gonzalez defeats Krakowski. Is, is what the exactly what the sign yeah. says. Yeah. Uh, bringing our score. Ever closer Ever to that closer first to, to 500. First 500. Mark, series. that's going to do it again. Best of the best. Your only internet debate podcast brought to you by Tostino's Pizza Rolls. Ooh. Featuring the news desk. Yeah. And the news desk, st- starring the news desk, I feel like, is going to become a 
it's going to become a bigger player in this in this show. Yeah. Mark, people uh, will start calling "Best of the Best" the news. The desk. news desk, and we'll it'll, be, really, it'll get really because that's about the it. segment that everybody knows. It's the, news, like, the news desk featuring "Best of the Best," right. and then that featuring is getting smaller and smaller. Yeah, puppet show and <laughs> Spinal Tap. Mark, uh, "Best of the Best." You can always subscribe to us on iTunes. You can listen to us on the Flickering Box at WordPress.com, or you can listen to us on Stitcher. 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 Which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. All that information and more. Stitcher has ads for um, books. Have you ever listened? I, I don't actually listen on Stitcher, you know, unfortunately. Stitcher will do an ad every like third or fourth show that you listen to. Mm-hmm. And they did this. I was listening to our show, and then it ended. Mm-hmm. And there's the stinger, which everybody should stick around for. I bet yeah. it's going to be good this time. And then this really hokey ad comes on, and it's like, President Jack Ryan knows that the only way to stop a terrorist threat is with authority. The new novel, Command Authority. <laughs> which, who writes those? Tom, Tom Clancy. Clancy. Yeah, it was like Tom Cl- from acclaimed writer Tom Clancy. Command Authority. President Jack Ryan. And I was like, I didn't know Jack Ryan was president anymore. <laughs> <laughs> or still. I when did that happen? I didn't yeah. I, I always thought he was just a secret agent, right? CIA, I thought. I don't know. Becomes a, that's weird. But it was so bad, <laughs> like I thought you had made it. <laughs> Mark, if I'd make one for anybody, it'd be for irreplaceable. <laughs> Available. <laughs> Available now. Yeah. <laughs> Bounty hunters. <laughs> Available on all ebooks from acclaimed writers of Phil Labaticola and Mark Gonzalez. Sexy dames. All the cars you want. <laughs> Convertibles. Not on the cover, however. Yeah, that's a shame. But you can listen to us on on Stitcher as well. Stitcher. And uh, hey, this is good news, Mark. We have we have a Facebook page now. Oh yeah, almost two years into the run of this stupid thing. <laughs> Facebook.com. Social media empire. Facebook.com backslash BOTB podcast. Just like our email address, BOTB podcast at gmail.com. And we'll put all sorts of fun we'll information put fun, on there. We'll put like funny dog videos on there as well. It's yeah. more than just promoting the podcast. And you can go there and insult us and do whatever. <laughs> uh, but um, anything else, Mark? I'm going to break some news right now. It's the end of the show. Yeah. We're done. Get out. We all got fucking fired from this episode (laughs) of Best of the Best. I'm showing you the newspaper right now. There it is. All right. We'll see you next week. the kind of guys that say we told you so but we told you so (laughs) okay very good rick blair you have made world put that cigarette out